Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer, and I'm so excited to be doing this. Basically, in this episode today, I'm going to be chatting with you all about my wellness slash health journey and just basically about what it's been like for me growing up, how I got into health, how I became a nutritionist, and yeah, all those fun things. So here we go. So I grew up on the west coast of Canada on Vancouver Island, and I was raised in a very holistic and health conscious home. Growing up, we went to farmer's markets in the summertime. We went to the health food store and my mom prepared lots of home-cooked meals and we did lots of healthy baking. And I remember thinking of this as normal, like this is how everyone eats and lives. But I quickly realized that when going over to friends' houses that not everyone eats organic foods. And so I just am so thankful that I grew up in just such a health conscious home and I was also very blessed growing up not having any allergies as a kid or food intolerances and I was just able to eat anything and eating out at family restaurants was something that we did once a week. Having fast food like McDonald's or Burger King was maybe like once one to like two times a month. My mom really did try to only stick to whole foods with us that were minimally processed But my brother and I would definitely try and get around it and try and get more fast food because it just tasted good. And at the time when you're five years old, like you don't know what, you know, fast food is doing to your body. It wasn't until later on I realized what it was doing. And as a kid, I was very active growing up. I did soccer. I did three types of martial arts. I did karate, aikido, and taekwondo. And I also did dancing growing up. I did Ukrainian dancing because my mom's side of the family is Ukrainian. And then I did Scottish Highland dancing because my dad's side is Scottish and Irish. And so was very active, energetic little kid. And so in middle school, fast forward to middle school, my brother and I weren't doing too well in school and I was having some breathing problems. So my mom took us to see a natural path. And we got allergy testing done and gluten and dairy came up for both my brother and I. And that was back in 2012 when gluten and dairy free items were just not the best and there weren't many of them. It was pretty slim pickings, but now we're in 2021 and there are so many different options, which is just such a blessing. But I went semi-gluten and dairy-free because I was 14 at the time and trying to get a full 14-year-old to go gluten and dairy-free is pretty much impossible. Um, So I was not fully 
gluten and dairy free because I would hang out with friends and, you know, eat all the gluten and dairy when I was with them. And then at home I would be gluten and dairy free. So it was like half and half, but that was basically my first natural healthcare professional experience seeing a natural path when I was 14. So with removing the gluten and dairy at the time when I wasn't having it, I do remember when I was eating less of it that my breathing improved and I started to feel a little better. But then fast forward to high school, I went back to eating all the gluten, dairy, and sugar, just all the things. I just ate it, ate whatever I wanted, but obviously more whole foods at home, like fruits, veggies, grains, and meats. It was when I was like out with friends that I would obviously eat more processed foods and just eat whatever I wanted. And then in grade 11, that is when I started having problems with my period. It went on and off. And then in grade 12, it just completely stopped for about eight months. And at first I was like, oh, this is nice because, you know, I don't have to have a period every month. But then obviously I started to get very worried and I saw the doctor and he didn't really do much. Unfortunately, he just tested my blood and said that everything was fine and then told me to come back in six months to see if I had a, had a period or not. And so then I graduated from high school and I did have a period in those six months. I had one. And then I was like, oh, I guess I like, I don't need to go back and see the doctor, which now obviously I wish now that I would have gone to back to see the doctor to do more testing, but you know, you live and you learn. So then I moved to England for Bible college and the food there was very high carb and low fat with some protein a little bit of veggies and lots of sugary treats. And so that really just like messed with my diet and my body because obviously I was not used to eating that many carbs and just treats all the time. And so I came home after four months and was so excited to eat all the veggies literally in the world. And so after being home for a couple of months, um, I had just unexpectedly gained 10 pounds and I was so confused as to why, because I was not eating high carb anymore like I was in England. And I also still didn't have a period. And I just knew like deep down that something was wrong. After being home for four months, I went to Austria for Bible college and then I did two months there and then went traveling with friends in Europe, was, which was just so amazing and so glad that I got to do that. And then came home, got a job at a local health food store in Victoria in September of 2017. And that's when I really started to get into health. I was surrounded by it almost every day because I was working full time. And then I went vegetarian for four months because I had watched a documentary about factory farming and I would I just saw like how the animals are treated and everything. Um, and since going vegetarian, that's really when my gut issue started because I was eating so many legumes and grains, which I now know are high in phytic acid and that can cause a host of digestive issues if they're not properly prepared. And the grains that I was eating were very refined and that can cause lots of inflammation in the body. 
So then in November, I attended a nutrition workshop by a nutritional therapy practitioner here in Victoria, and it was all about nourishing rituals and how to create a relaxing nighttime routine. She talked about winding down for the night and turning off screens one to two hours before bed and all about digestion as well with taking time with your food and just really relaxing and chewing your food. That's something that I think people nowadays with just everything being like go, 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 like the hustle culture nowadays, it's just like eat your food in 10 minutes and then, you know, go on to like your next activity, which is just not how we were created to be. Like a long time ago, like we would take time with our food, like even like I want to say like a hundred years ago, there was no electronics. There was no, there were like no TVs. And so we would sit around the dinner table with our families, you know, and talk and eat and take our time. And so that's something that I just really resonated with, like everything that she was saying. And it really just like put like a light bulb on my brain. And I just really got interested in nutrition from that. And then since I still didn't have my period in February of 2018, my doctor did some more blood work. He said that was fine. And then I got an ultrasound done. And basically there were cysts on my ovaries and I got diagnosed with PCOS, which stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's a hormone disorder and it affects one in 10 women and it causes lots of different symptoms so example for example my weight gain that I had experienced a year before also thinning hair I started my hair started to thin at the end of grade 12 and I didn't really think much of it but now the dots have been connected from PCOS and as well it can also cause hirsutism which is hair growing in unwanted places like um, on your face and then Um, missing period obviously and it can also lead to diabetes depression anxiety so lots of different things and basically he just said to go on birth control he said that was the only option and since I grew up in a health conscious home I was like nope I'm not gonna do that I just really did not want to put anything synthetic into my body And at the time, I did not know all the side effects from the pill, but now I do know, like, what it can deplete. It can deplete your vitamins and whatnot. Um, But at the time, I was just like, nope, I'm not going on it. Like, there has to be another way to actually, like, heal myself from PCOS. And so I started to see the nutritional therapy practitioner from before, from when I went to that workshop in November. She was actually the first one to listen to me and she did not disregard my symptoms. And she recommended that I go grain and dairy-free and I felt so much better. Like it was unreal. And I also started reintroducing meat. She recommended good quality meat um, from good quality local, local farms where the animals are treated fairly and they have a good life. So I did that. And then also she recommended that I look into my skincare products and look into the ingredients that were in them because the beauty care industry and the skincare industry are not regulated. Like there are so many crazy chemicals out there and lots of them disrupt our hormones. And so I looked into them. I like swapped out candles because those can cause hormone problems um, as well as like lip gloss 
Um, I don't wear really wear makeup. Like sometimes I wear foundation and mascara, but then swapping out like my moisturizer, my face toner, just everything because those chemicals in the products were most likely causing some of my symptoms with PCOS. And once I did remove those ingredients, I just felt better overall. Um, now when I walk through like the beauty care section or like the perfume section at like the base center, I immediately get a headache. So just like little things like that, I was swapping out, which I just noticed such big differences in my health. And that really wanted me to like go and like study nutrition since just like learning all this thing, all these things from her. And so I went to study through the Nutritional Therapy Association in Seattle and I did the Nutritional Therapy Practitioner Program like my nutritionist had done. And it was mainly online and I went down for three workshops in Seattle where we learned the functional evaluation, which basically I can test for nutritional deficiencies on clients and people and just seeing like where they are deficient. So like I can like test someone's like um, stomach acid, which is like very, very cool. And I'm just so happy that I have that tool. And I chose NTA because they really approach nutrition from a foundational standpoint, focusing on digestion, hormones, blood sugar regulation, immune system, cardiovascular. And like I said before, I just really resonated with it all. And then after going through the program, I felt a lot better, and but I still had some digestive issues, and I just knew that something was still wrong, like, I, and I just wanted to get to the bottom of it. So I found a functional nutritional therapy practitioner in the States that, and I just saw her online, and she did gut testing, and the gut testing is just simply taking a sample of your stool. And so we ran a stool test. And some bad bacteria came up on it. Um, I had an overgrowth of H. pylori, and H. pylori is normal. I just want to say that. But, like, we all have it in our gut. Like, candida, we all have it in our gut. But it's just when it gets overgrown that it starts to cause problems. And so I did two rounds of gut healing protocols with her and have felt so much better also, I was not digesting my fats properly, and also my enzyme output was not great, and so just really healing and sealing the gut really helped with a lot of my digestive issues that I had, and so I did two rounds of gut healing. The first round, it was pretty vigorous because you're taking all these supplements and I was doing AIP, which is basically autoimmune paleo protocol. So I removed a lot of inflammatory foods and basically I was left with veggies, fruit, meat, fish. And honestly, that was about it. Like when I would go hang out with friends, they'd be like, so what can you eat? And I'm like, just eating all the whole foods, basically the way... God created them to be. <laughs> so did that. And that was definitely a challenge for sure. But I'm so glad that I did it because I wouldn't be where I am now. Like I'm feeling a lot better. And AIP is very much so a healing protocol. So after three months, I slowly started to reintroduce nuts and seeds, 
gluten-free grains, nightshade vegetables. And then also with seeing her, I really started to focus on stress because it's often something people really forget about. Like, for example, you could be eating the healthiest, most nutrient-dense foods in the world, but if you are chronically stressed, your body won't be able to absorb the nutrients from the food. And so really addressing stress, like really just managing it, like doing things that you love, like going for walks, doing some deep breathing exercises. And so then I myself went on to go and study the restorative wellness solutions. I did a level one, which is the gut, all about just gut healing. And then um, the level two, which is all about hormones. And since I have PCOS, hormones obviously interest me. And yeah, the reason why I just went on to study that is because just with what I've dealt with and everything, it's just really important to test and see because with the Western medical system, your daughter is not going to go and run a stool test. You need to go and do it through a functional medicine doctor or a functional nutritionist like myself. And so when you test, then you actually know what the person is dealing with and then you can address it. And now I am currently studying at Pacific Rim College here in Victoria, and I'm doing their four-month community herbalist certificate program. And herbs have just really interested me since going through the NTA with um, learning all about like digestion, immune, hormone, cardiovascular, blood sugar regulation, and going through Restore Wellness Solutions where we learned about different herbs, and that just really like intrigued me. So I just wanted to learn more myself and I am still on my health journey because it takes time to heal and my body is still healing. One of my teachers recently said that you should give yourself 10 years to heal. Not saying that it's going to take that long, but give yourself 10 years because I know that in my health journey, I have said like, oh, in a year I'll be healed. And then a year comes around and I'm not where I thought I would be. So it's just important to give yourself lots of time to heal and not to put a time limit on it. Healing isn't linear and it's often two steps forward and one step back. So yeah, that's my health story slash journey. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and please share this with anyone that would be interested in health slash nutrition. I would also really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.